Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. day a star fell. It was almost like... Like seeing something out of a dream. Nothing more or less than, than a, a breathtaking view. At last, hello, you've opened your eyes. But why won't you even look Let's hit the cafe later. Thanks, but I gotta go to work. Wherever you are in the world, I swear that I'll find you again, no matter what. Who are you? Who are you? Can I ask you your name? Captain Underpants looks Captain hilarious. Captain Underpants does look good. Like that and the Ninjago, Lego Ninjago movie. I wish we would have gotten something they else for Lego and Ninjago. hilarious. Well, it's so far out there. I don't think they're going to give us a new trailer probably for another few months. Yeah. Was that Camille Munjani? I don't know who that is. Don't worry is. about it. He's also from <laughs> Silicon Valley. This is what we do here. You say, was that so-and-so? And I said, I don't know. Yeah. That ca- yeah, that Captain Underpants actually looks really good. Yeah, it looks hilarious. Like, I didn't... Thomas Middleditch, Ed Helms. Kevin I, Hart. Ke- Kevin Hart. Yeah. I didn't know... Is Kevin Hart Thomas Middleditch's friend? The other little boy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that um, Captain Underpants' premise was this. Yeah, is this what it I, is in the book? I do never read them. I didn't either. And and I mean, I shelved it a million exactly times. Exactly same. At like Barnes I put Noble, I put the I put the books yeah. away, and I know we sold a bunch of them. But if that's the actual premise yeah. for the books, that's freaking hilarious. That is, that's to great. Me. I thought it was a good good setup. And the banter between the two boys just from the tw- uh, from the trailer. Oh, yeah, great. It makes it sound really, really cool. Great. I'm like, it oh, it okay. makes me think that Kevin Hart's character should have had a partner in 
Secret Life of Pets because yeah. he was so annoying in that. And I love Kevin Hart, but he was so annoying in that. He was atrocious. And this one, it looks like they're just really playing off of each other. And I feel like it looks really, really hilarious. And then the Lego Ninjago movie just looks so it looks great. melodramatically humorous that it's amazing. Dad. Dad. Wait, what did you? And he's got his like blonde hair, like slowly, like drifting around his head. (laughs) It looks amazing. He's like, "You're a bad dad. How can I be a bad dad? I was never there." Yeah, that's a great. It's such a great line. Exactly. Yeah, that was good. So, I was surprised that we got any trailers at all. We didn't know. I was expecting more Funimation trailers. Special thing. But yeah, I was expecting more from Funimation, like, or just anything from Funimation. We uh, the only thing we got knowing that this was a Funimation film was the boom boom, yeah, the little Funimation logo at the beginning. Right, right. That was it. Well, let's get into it, man. All right, welcome to the Animation Station podcast, Cartoon Cafe edition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just got done watching Your Name. Yes, we did. And the we biggest I have been... animated film out of Japan. Ever. Ever at this point, yeah. right? I mean, before it came over to the United States, $300 million mm-hmm. and hasn't even hit here yet. Right. So, I mean, that's that's pretty outstanding just by itself. Do we know if it's going to go into wide release here or is it just a limited engagement? I think this, was a, this was a limited engagement to see if they, you know, how it right. works. Like if this weekend they do really well, mm-hmm. maybe they're like, okay, next weekend too. Or, you know, in May, from beginning of May, maybe we yeah. put the whole thing out again. Well, how do you feel like the success of the first showing of the day that we went to was? Because I feel like for a foreign film, animated, first show of the day on a Saturday, that's not really prime time. It's no. not mainstream. Our theater was about a third full. I think that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the, it there, wasn't there like they were showing a, a legendary movie like Spirited Away. That theater was full. Oh yeah, that was packed. But that's a legendary movie that we've known for ten years or twenty years, however long it is, yeah, and this is brand new. So I felt like it was a pretty good turnout. Yeah. So um, I, I hope they push it because there, it's there amazing. was a problem. There was. There what was the a, heck, dude? There was dude? a huge problem. And uh, I'm, I'm going to call out AMC on this. Seriously. Because something crazy happened. They jerked us around. When we bought our tickets, I went through the, the Funimation film site, and we I saw the dub, and it was like, the dub is playing at this theater at this time. So I'm like, sweet. So we go. I use my AMC you know app, find yep. the theater. We both bought tickets exact ahead of time. Exact same time. It was the 1125 showing on Saturday, April 8th mm-hmm. at AMC Quail. Yep. So it's like, perfect. This is the dub version. Great. And we both bought tickets separately mm-hmm. with the exact same result. We yep. both saw the 1125 showing. We both have confirmation today. numbers, yep. emails. I have. I took a picture on my, like a screenshot on my phone. Right. For whatever reason, because we, we were going to get to the theater. It was 30 minutes early. Right. So we were like, We this, got this there at 1055 is when we walked up to mm-hmm. the front of the theater. We go... We do our swipe card thing. Because, mm-hmm. well, the first thing that threw me was I tried to open up the app. Right. Because I usually just, you know, have them scan my phone. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect. So I tried to open up the app. I tried to tap on the 1125 showing. Nothing happened. Nothing came up. I was like, huh, that's weird. There was another one there that was 1105. Right. Same your name, same thing. I was like, I don't think I bought two showings. That seems right. weird. Right. 1105, it will let me open. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is kind of 
swipe my card. So we go up and we get our tickets printed. Mm-hmm. We showed up at 10.55, and sure enough, the tickets print out 11.05. Ah, and it was like the farthest theater in the mm-hmm. very back. Yeah, like, it, was, it, was the, it was the theater that didn't even have the LED marquee bit oh it on didn't top i didn't even door. notice that. yeah no it was like <laughs> off to the side they were like your name's this one I'm like oh cool thanks guys nice so we go in and we're, we're sitting there i'm like okay cool maybe they just changed the time and didn't tell us that right that so, was annoying but so, that wasn't the most annoying thing the most annoying thing was paid for the english the funimation english dub yep because we have guests in uh anime like kyle lebert mm-hmm. he's in it Seriously? We missed his voice. Yeah, we, uh, we missed hearing, getting to hear him. That's uh, he's I think the big the big dude, uh like his other friend, uh mm-hmm. Taki's friends. Oh, you know, kind he's of got the shaggy glasses, hair. Shaggy hair that gives him like, okay. the croquettes. The big dude who's like, You owe me lunch, that guy. That's I think that's awesome. Kyle Bear. Okay. And I was like, God oh, dang, we so we we missed him. Yeah. And so we go, we watch the film like the film starts. The film starts. I thought maybe okay maybe just this intro is just going to be well the thing is like because... I've heard the intro in English because that's the part that Funimation oh. is thrown everywhere so the moment that it starts I was like they gave us the sub yeah they changed they t- changed times and they changed films on us yeah they like, did they did the old switcheroo it. on us and you know so for the first like five minutes or so that was upsetting for the first twenty to thirty minutes for me. I had to really yeah. work on, you know, because there's a well. I would have, I would have sat, I would have sat higher this. because if I knew that we were going to watch the sub, we would have oh. sat higher, oh, so okay. you can see the bottom, so you can see the bottom of the screen with the subtitles, but mm-hmm. you can see the whole screen. Yeah. I set us kind of close because I was like, I was thinking because that's what I had purchased yeah. that we were going to get the English dub, so I could just you know sit back and just watch. Yeah. Well, I. I do enjoy watching subtitled films, uh, especially animation, but not the first time because I am an admittedly slow reader and I'm also an admittedly, um, I focus on the artwork. That's what I'm just trying to eat up. I'm trying to really absorb the visuals. And so a lot of times I'll look up to the corner of the screen and a new line comes on and I don't get down to it in time to read the whole thing. So there were some lines that I missed because of that, but after a while, you do kind of get into a rhythm, and you 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 kind of fall into it. But yeah, that was that was disappointing. It was very disappointing. It's and, and it makes me not want to watch because like they they've got Tinseltown here mm-hmm. that is apparently also showing the same thing. Is supposedly showing the English dub, but I'm also like I don't know if I want to get burned. Yeah, again. I feel like I would call and make and sure, like, make hey, sure is this in English that it's the dubbed version. I also feel like. And this isn't. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna spoil this movie for you guys. Oh yeah, this so, is a, just so yeah, you guys know, a, we're gonna spoil the it. The movie's also been out since September in Japan. So I mean, like, right. I know lots of people. Like, we know people that, that have, have watched it, it before yeah. and pirated it, and it's like, well, right. don't let's not do that. So I'm gonna also spoil my opinion of this movie. I'm buying it the second it comes out. Yes. So, and the other thing is, I don't feel like this one is necessarily. Um, you know, a mandatory watch it on the big screen kind of movie. I think there are a few scenes that I feel like, oh, that's really impressive seeing it big. When, but for the most part, I feel like you can get the beauty of this movie on your screen at home. The one part that I did like, because there's no dialogue in it, well, or very uh, small bits of dialogue, when he's got like the red string of fate 
and mm-hmm. he's going through her memories. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah, I was that like, was cool. That was just the way it was animated. Mm-hmm. It looked really cool. I was like, ooh. This yeah, is... where it starts with that chalk drawing on the uh-huh. ceiling of the and cave. And then it goes down, and then it's yeah, like the string that everywhere. Was cool. It was super cool. Because they it brought is... in a different stylistic mm-hmm. technique that I don't know if I've ever seen that in anime before. I've seen it in other things, but... I don't think I can think of an anime film where it's like, oh, for this segment, we're going to do like chalk drawings and then like watercolor washes and make it really like just strange and washed out and yeah. artsy. And I thought that was I mean, really cool. It kind of reminded me of what they did with Moana. You remember when like uh, Maui's singing his song mm-hmm. and he's giving uh, – like everything is in 2D except Maui and oh, yeah, yeah, Moana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it, I, I kind of got a, I was like, okay, yeah, okay. I can yeah. kind of see that. Yeah. But I thought this was, this, just the way it was drawn was, it was fantastic. Yeah. It, it was, it was, and it was really pretty too. You had lots of bright colors because you don't have a lot of, a lot of like super vibrant colors in this. It's right. very, like what you were saying in the car, mm-hmm. um, it's very, you know, school uniforms, school uniforms black and white clothes. Like that. Yeah. Until I mean, we get some to, of the landscape. Yeah. We get to the comic, and we got a lot of pretty colors in the comic. And mm-hmm. then we get to this scene, and then they're like, oh, yeah, you wanted that color palette? There's that color yeah, palette. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think the color palette in this movie is really beautiful. I did voice um, something that I kind of have as like a general criticism of a lot of anime that I've seen. Anytime it's, you know, a group of high school age or younger people you always see them in school uniforms and all the school uniforms for the most part look basically the same, basically the same colors. And I find just some of the costume design gets a little tiresome. And so this is just yet another example of kind of boring um, outfits that they're in for most of the movie. But honestly, that's about where my criticism of this movie I was ends. Say, and it's one of That's the, it. That's a nitpicky little thing. Yeah, it's that like it's just the, a personal thing. The the uniforms don't tell anything to the story. No, they don't. They yeah. don't. I mean, they like you said, they wear their uniforms a little differently, mm-hmm. so it can kind of speak to the personalities of the characters a little bit. So you can kind of instantly identify. Oh, he's kind of the goof off. He's the you know straight laced one, so on and so forth. But other than that, yeah, they don't contribute or take away from the story in any way. I just, you know, I like my colors. And I like, uh, I, I would have liked to have seen them in more variety of clothing. But, um, so the way this movie starts out, I think is genius. Where we, we as the audience are kind of left with guessing, just like the two characters are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it basically starts out where we see, we see her or him wake up as her him first. Him wake up as her. Right. And he's so like, it's one of the very boobs. first moments. Yeah. And you see this this boy wake up as a girl. He's he's in her body. And he does that point of view, like, look down upon like, himself. And what? he can see his own cleavage. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on here? And then he starts to, you know, explore with his hands. And, and then he gets in front of the mirror. And it's like this is awesome because you're just trying to go through the emotional roller coaster of what that would be to be instantly gender swapped. Oh yeah. Cause that I mean, would cause be honestly this, that that's exactly what, craziest that, what would thing. happen. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, if you could put a regular kid in there and there's like, well, cause like that is one thing that we don't see a lot. Like, cause there, there've been, you know, cartoons and stuff that do like, you know, gender swaps, mm-hmm. like something will happen. They do like a freaky Friday type situation. Right. And you know, that happens, but 
there's never anything where you're like over sexualizing it. Yeah, well, it's a teenage boy. Yeah, and, and like this all dude's of a sudden, like, bro. he has boobs that he can grab anytime he wants. I, mean, I like how the, the first thing he does is he touches him and he's like, well, there's a mirror over there. Takes yeah. this off. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro. It's funny. And they really played to the humor of that. You know, they didn't really make it sexual ever. No. You know, they didn't go beyond that it was funny Other than because every, I like every, how every time, time he, he woke goes, up yeah he's like yes and that's back. the joke it's like oh i can't help it i'm a teenage boy i'm gonna grab these well, and i like and what he says too hilarious. he's like he wakes up and he goes to and he's like no she wouldn't want me to do that and then the little yeah. sister comes in and he's grabbing and he's grabbing yeah exactly he can't help it and you know the, so you kind of get the same but slightly different reaction when she wakes up as him. She's kind of like, wait, my boobs are gone. And, and then she's like, like there's something, there's something down, down there. And like she touches, it's like, oh. And she has a much more bashful reaction yeah. to it. And it's just kind of sweet. But then, you know, as this continues to happen to them, they start to piece together. This isn't a dream. This, this is something else. And they start to realize, oh, my gosh, we're switching places. And then they do this genius uh, plot device where they start keeping rules and diaries in each other's smartphones when they're in each other's bodies. So they kind of develop this dialogue of sorts and this kind of these parameters and, you know, they help each other out or, you know, they try and steer each other around. I mean, uh, she tries to hook him up with this girl. Right. Who's like, I guess his senpai, which. What's that? uh, uh, it's like a older person, like oh, kind of okay. like a, uh, kind of like a mentor esque. Oh, okay. Yeah, like nice. someone who's like older than you that you have respect mm, for. Got it. Yeah. So I, I just I, the the whole first third of the movie where they're kind of figuring out what's going on, I thought it was just it was such a great way to set everything up, and you know it was funny because they're exploring this situation and trying to understand it, and they keep every time they plop back into their real life all the people around them were like what the heck was up with you yesterday you were like possessed you were a different person like we thought something was really wrong with you and it makes total sense and that's part of how they started to figure it out was the reactions of the people around Mm -hmm. them and not remembering the day before that they did i thought that what they did really cool too is like whenever we're showing any sort of progression of time Mm -hmm. we play a really cool song they did great the music. Mu- the in music's this. really good. It was fantastic. Like I thought, like several times during the movie, I could buy this soundtrack. Yeah, I'm not a big soundtrack guy, but this one, I was like, wow, because they do. It, the score was really good, but they do a lot of actual songs. Like I don't know if they're pop songs from Japan or if they're. I don't know these people. I don't know if they're famous. I don't know if they're written for the movie. I have no idea. All I know is that they worked perfectly with mm-hmm. the movie. So I thought they did a good job with that as well. I agree. They did good montages. Yeah, in those. the montage was really yeah. good. There were a couple bits where they had like taken it from the scene previously, but oh, there, really? there was only like a couple of them. I like when, when he's like, when he's like stand like Taki standing there and like his three waiter, mm-hmm. other waiters kind of like oh look at him. Oh, and he's like yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> He's like I didn't know what I was doing. That was a funny moment too. There was a lot of comedy in it, and yet there's a lot of bittersweet and, I mean, there's a little tragedy and mm-hmm. there's. You know, you don't know. They keep you guessing how this is going to end until the very last scene. And that was amazing. Like, I was gripped the whole time. And uh, we kind of have – I mean, we can kind of talk a little bit about the characters because we have Mitsuha. Mm -hmm. The girl. The girl. And she 
doesn't like being stuck in the country. Right. She's like, in she a lives small in this town. Small village. She and wants everything. to get out. She wants to go to Tokyo where they have things. They have things, yeah. Right. And so she she wants to get out. And it's perfect that she gets switched with this with high school boy, boy in Tokyo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell with uh, Taki, he's the boy. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell that he is like, oh, yeah, this is Tokyo. But th- what he draws and everything, he yeah. wants to be an architect. Yeah. And everything that he draws is like architecture from it's a itomi itimori itimori the the village that she's from yeah. so because he's you know going through all that so you can kind of see that he is in love with this village mm-hmm. and she's in love with tokyo so it's kind of perfect that they swap yeah. with each other yeah it's very it's it's really good so i agree and that makes well and that kind of sets up the the ending because of course she wants to go to tokyo and she's going to end up in tokyo yes yeah. Once and so do uh, Issei, to... or not Issei, Tess, Tess, Tessie, Tessie and, and I can't remember, I can't her, remember name. her name. We don't the hear other her name that much. Yeah. Because I don't think they say it that much. They say his name a lot. They say they're always like calling after him or something. But so basically, as the story goes, you start to realize that, wait, something's not going to work out right here. Something's not, you know going the way it should and we learn that eventually her town is gonna get destroyed well i mean like, and then everything, we realize everything's that going it happened fine. in the past well yeah like, everything's <laughs> going fine and uh, he said i mean the way that it starts is he uh, she tells him hey and this would be perfect you'll be able to see the comet mm-hmm. and he's like kind of like looks up and there's no comment what are you talking about that's where i was confused yeah that's that's when i started because like i i purposely didn't read anything on this Mm -hmm. other than like the little bits that you know funimation would put out right um so i purposely tried to stay as clear away because i didn't want anything ruined for me Mm -hmm. so i like watching that i was like there's no there's no any sort of comet right at all Mm mm-hmm but it's because it's always in hers. Like whenever it goes to her, it's she's the only one talking about the comet. Mm-hmm. In her life, there's a comet. Right. But nothing in his world right. is there any sort of comet. So then he's like, it just stops. Like the connection stops. They no longer switch bodies. Oh yeah, that's when that happens. Yeah. So like right. cause he's and he's like, because it's right after his date. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, well, that's weird. I'm just gonna go see her. Yeah. Screw it. I'm gonna go see her. And so he tries. He. For whatever reason, didn't remember the name of the village, which well, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, they would forget most of the. Which details. makes sense because like he would forget the name of the village. Yeah. Even though he's been there, he's drawn it. He just forgot it because mm-hmm. we'll find out that when he goes to go find her, that village got destroyed three years ago. Right. When the comet struck. Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so he's slowly starting to forget. Yes. Yes. And. It's interesting because they bring in this kind of element of like ancestor shrine magic and, you know, things like that. And basically the way that he figures out to actually finally make contact with her is through that. And I feel like it's really interesting because we have kind of a, a classic science fiction like time warp thing going on mm-hmm. where two people from two different time periods are communicating. It's almost like parallel universes and this kind of, um, 
I, I guess it's religious. I don't really, I'm not really well versed in, you know, Japanese yeah, beliefs and culture. And I, I think they say it's, Shinto yeah, at some it's, point it's, in the movie. Ancestor veneration. Yeah. So basically, like, he finds this shrine that he remembered from when he was her. And, you know, at first he's like, holy cow, it's, it it's is like, actually it is, here. It is this is, years, this is yeah. real, real. Because at that point, he'd forgotten so much of it that he didn't know if it was real anymore. And, and he sees that uh, that special sake, yeah, that she makes, yeah, that is literally a part of her. Mm-hmm. So, and that's like, okay, I'm gonna use this as kind of like the anchor right. to try and anchor myself back to her. Mm-hmm. And, and that's which, when and he that's, that's, has that lucid cave dream. Oh that's yeah, awesome. like that's well, yeah. I mean, he was drunk. I mean, that was that's <laughs> on one shot of sake. Well, hey, that's supposed to be the most powerful sake, and it's been fermenting for that's, three years. That's true, and it's got you know made in saliva inside of it. so <laughs> who knows yeah um but yeah like so he drinks it and then he, you know has his cool trip mm-hmm. but it, it, i thought that was that was really when i started to get like the first little bits of choked up mm-hmm. and i was like oh he's he's like really they're re- they really care for each other yeah like, oh. yeah and then you know after it plays out after that you kind of have this period where you know it's almost like an epilogue where it jumps forward five years and there's this period of like, well, we always feel like we're searching for something. Oh, we're not done. Um, yeah, we're not done. You're skipping. No, I know. I know. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying, but, you know, uh, I'm just making a larger point. Oh, I, okay. I know we're not necessarily going chronologically through this entire movie, but, you know, the just the way that they always, that's when you realize that there's this real and true connection between mm-hmm. them, not just, oh, this is happening to both of us because we're switching bodies. But then that plays out in the last section of the movie where, you know, time goes on and they always feel like there's somebody that they're searching for and they can't put their finger on it. Cause it's, re- it's really cool. Like when he has his, Taki has his, you know, uh, his cool dream sequence mm-hmm. and we find out that Mitsuha actually went to him in her time period mm-hmm. three years ago right, to try and meet him. And he just, he doesn't know anything because it hasn't happened for him yet. Right. And that, I got a little bit choked up there too. I was like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't know who you are mm-hmm. because he hasn't met you. Yep. And she gives him the, you know, her cool braid yeah, thing. Yeah, little cord, I gotta give braided cord. A cool little braided cords. Pretty mm-hmm. dope. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, he, you know, wears that all the time. Yeah. Because, you know, like you do. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh, it was so good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the, when he wakes back up, when he because he falls after his lucid dream, mm-hmm. and he wakes up, and in her in her body, and like he goes and he's like holding himself and crying mm-hmm. because he finally did it. Then his sister comes in and he's like groping yeah. the boobs like he always does, and, <laughs> and he's, he's crying tears he's running crying. down his face. He's like, oh, but he can't help it; he's back. still groping himself. <laughs> It is really funny. <laughs> I the the sister was great. Oh, she was she's like, adorable. It's time for breakfast. Slam. Yeah. And then, like stop groping yourself. And then she's like, she's lost it. She's like, she's, she's lost her mind. I'm leaving. And she with, just leaves without like, her. She's like, I'm leaving. I I can't be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> she was she was funny. I agree. Yeah. So um, then there's that whole section of the movie where he, I forget how he figures out to reveal to her that the comet's going to break apart and her town's going to be destroyed. Oh, he just tells her. And he go- he goes because he he starts figuring out, okay, 
He maybe. like screams at her through that dream or something, and she hears it. It's like they're not. Well, no, they she just met. she just she just wakes up because he knows he's like because he looks at the thing. He's like, maybe you're there. Mm-hmm. So he runs as her goes up to the mountain, and she wakes up on the mountain because she is in his body. Mm-hmm. And so when he wa- she wakes up, she's like, oh no, my whole town is destroyed. And then that's, that's when that's right. Okay, yeah, that's when they start. You know. They start doing the Mitsuha and, you know, Taki. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, snap. And then they finally, they can hear each other. They just can't mm-hmm. see each other. Right. Until twilight until hits. Until twilight happens. Yeah. And then they see each other. Right. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then we have the whole, you know, like, yeah. uh, he's like, I found you. I drank your sake. And uh, she was like, what? You pervert. Yeah. And then he's and like, you oh, and boobs. you touched my boobs. And he was like, no. He's like, my sister told me you did. And he's like. I mean, it's like the one time. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, really? Just the one? It's really funny. <laughs> it was very cute. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome, awesome moment when they finally see each other, like really see each mm-hmm. other. Fantastic moment. And man. then Twilight setting, and they decide to write their hands so they don't forget who they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to cry. Uh, <laughs> and, he <laughs> and he writes, I love you instead mm-hmm. of his name. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. I... I really love that moment in the movie. That might be my favorite moment when Twilight actually happens and they have that brief moment together. I I love that moment. I, I think that's talk. probably my favorite moment <laughs> I'm remembering in the movie. It. I can't talk. It's so good. But I mean, I, you know, the way that we're describing this movie, you know, it seems like we're kind of jumping around. It seems like you know, this happens, then something that contradicts it happens. And that's kind of how this movie plays out. Mm-hmm. It, it really jumps. It keeps you guessing. It, um, there's a mystery to it. Like, how is this going to play out? How are these two actually connected? And are they ever going to really and truly cross paths? And up, uh, up through that point, you still don't, you don't necessarily know. think that they're ever going to actually exist in the same place and time. And, and it's not till the then end. you go through that whole section where she's trying to survive and save the town at the same time. And the one part that might be a little bit unbelievable is... I mean, she kind of instantly convinced her two friends to get in on that plot with her, which... That was kind of a – it was basically a series of criminal acts in order to save the well, town. Well, I think uh, Tessie kind of is is crushing on her a little bit. So oh, yeah, I, that's he doesn't, true. He's going to do whatever she wants. Yeah. And it, the other one's her best friend. Right. And, but still. Well, yeah. I wouldn't have the guts well, to do well, any of that uh, in they, high school. They, they, talk, they talk about it for just a split second, something that I caught – where uh, she's like, this is just an like, this is just kind of like an exercise, right? We're not really gonna do this, mm-hmm. like the friend does who yeah. makes the announcement, and so it's like, okay, yeah, so maybe she doesn't actually think, because then when she gets on the phone, she's like, you it, mean I like, really have to do it? Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, so well, and I don't think they address it with Tessie, and and at she all. only does it because Tessie's the one that tells her to do it, right? Because right. she's in love with Tessie. She, yeah, there's so kind of a triangle it's, it's thing cute. going there, but I Tessie might be um aware a little bit more yeah. of what's going on because there is that point in the movie where it's revealed to us that this is not the first time this has happened mm-hmm. to 
people, citizens of that town. Just the grandma, the mother, the father even. Yeah, they have all they all know about this phenomenon and there are moments where uh, Mitsuhi gets called out because they know she's not Mitsuhi. They yeah. know she's somebody else at that point. And that was awesome. When you know that people know and this is like a thing, then you're like, oh, what is what Yeah, like is when, the, when the grandma's like, are you dreaming? Right. And it's like, oh, Grandma knows. Yeah. It's kind of like a like a Gravity Falls kind of thing because the lake or the shrine um, that has that water around it is sitting in the middle of a, of, comet, of a crater comet crater from 1,200 years before. So it's kind of like it's caused this sort of phenomenon like, to yeah, like, be this, uh, possible. What is it? Was it Tiamat? Is that the name of the comet? I think it's Tiamat. I uh, don't remember. Uh, but anyway, the, the comet landed – I mean the last time it passed Earth – was 1200 years ago mm-hmm. and this crater was formed around a thousand years ago yeah according to tessie yeah and you're like oh mm-hmm. snap so this is coming again right so it's like this for whatever reason it's caused it's like the bermuda triangle it's mm-hmm. this weird phenomenon in this one isolated area and so there's kind of this ancestral memory and kind of history of this phenomenon happening to people and it's happened to people in her own family I think that's fascinating. I thought it was kind of realistic too that they didn't save everybody. They saved a lot of people, mm-hmm. but yeah. not they didn't save everybody. I mean, yeah. if they would have saved everybody, it would have been a little bit. Oh, that's a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it just is like it's very real world. It's like I, I like how you had that awesome filmmaking technique, kind of like they did in Metropolis, where when the comet finally hits, it goes silent, and, then, and you see the initial explosion. And then you then hear you the hear sound. Oh, man, it was so gripping. You're like, oh, my gosh, it's getting destroyed. Well, it's, it's kind of like, like uh, when you when you watch stuff like that and, like, the sound wave doesn't hit you automatically mm-hmm. depending on how far you're far yeah. back you are. Like, even, so like, you if just, you're like, watching fireworks. And, like, and then yeah. it just comes back at you. It's really mm-hmm. cool. It was phenomenal. So, I mean. And they finally got the end. Would you skip to the end? Yeah. They totally I mean, got together. Yeah, they finally They finally, well, they finally met each other. When they cross each other in the snow, I was like, you best not do this to me. In you the better snow? You, yeah, in the snow the very first time. When they walk past each other and they don't say anything. Oh, when they're like on that bridge and it's a bird's eye view and she's got the umbrella. Yeah, and she yeah. just walks by and I was like. Yeah. Because like, he sees the cord but then doesn't say anything because mm-hmm. he can't see her face. And she turns around and, you know, has his back to her. Yeah. And so doesn't say anything. Right. Then they finally see – when they see each other on the train, well, I was like, oh, God. Yeah, they have that moment and you're like, oh, okay, this might happen. But then they actually find each other and they walk right by each other again up until the last minute. You're thinking, no, they're never going to actually – Well, well they, they walk by each other and they both blush. Right. And you're like – like, yeah, you're like, turn around. What are you doing? This is it. This is it right here. The audience is just screaming. Like, oh, I was internally. I was like, turn around. <laughs> I know. And then he stops at the top of the stairs and calls back down to her. And he's like, what did you say? Haven't we met before? Haven't we met before? And she's and like she says, I was thinking the same thing. And they're both just they're tears both streaming down their face. Like, What's in your name is? And I was like. <laughs> yeah, and it ends on that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, man. I... This this movie delivered. I, I think it is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It, it was really fantastically done. I can't wait to watch it again. I can't wait to, can't wait to own watch it. In it. English. I am interested in hearing the the American uh, dub. I do think that the voice acting in this was phenomenal. Oh yeah, 
It was so well done. I, I thought it was great. We talked about the music. I didn't talk a whole lot about the artwork. I thought the artwork and the animation in this was spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the uh, movement and angles that they chose, like when she trips and falls down and that, up, 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 that you know, slope, that was really impressive to me to watch like her body tumble down like that. It was really realistic and believable. You know, I mean, she pedals a bike and she runs and she does a leap and catches herself with her hand. And like so many cool, beautiful, like human movements were mm-hmm. captured in this. I thought it was spectacular. And completely animated. different from our uh, last episode where we talked about Death Note. Yeah, which and... is not very animated. No, it's not. Um, but I, I feel like this, man, it, it really had some great animation in it great design work in the environments you really got a sense of you knew instantly whether it was an interior or exterior if you were in mitsuhi's world or um, take's world and you know they did a great job animating tokyo and yeah we we talked about this too like all the intricate details that they put like all the little stuff like his freaking iphone iPhone. Mm -hmm. i was like dude i can just grab that iphone that iphone looks so real it looks awesome and all the details in their rooms Mm -hmm. and you know when they're eating food or whatever it is i love how the japanese i love the animation aesthetic is so much about let's represent everything that would be in this room down to the smallest detail and let's not stylize it let's make it look like these characters are actually existing in a real world when when he's when he's when he's drawing uh the village and like Mm -hmm. those beads of sweat fall down and hit the paper Mm -hmm. he like moves like he like wipes his hand across Mm -hmm. and you have like the little the water stain but then it hits a little bit of that his Mm -hmm. uh his pencil Mm -hmm. and you see like the it kind of starts budding off, you know, like when yeah. you, like, you know, like when you put water on ink and it starts doing that branching yeah. thing, yeah. it starts branching. And I was like, the detail in that yeah. is like, holy crap. Well, and just the sound of his pencil scratching mm-hmm. on that paper and. The sound of the wood burning too. I was like, yep. they just like put a microphone next to some oh, burning Oh, that's wood. another that thing. Really good. That little ceremonial dance they did was gorgeous just to have the two girls in that very elegant graceful dance Mm -hmm. with the little bells that they ring at those moments i thought that was gorgeous man it was really really captivating on basically every level to me um you know my one little stupid point is just that I, i got bored with the school uniforms that's that's just it because i feel like i see that in every anime but other than that man gorgeous film and and the comet you know this Kind of, did you ever see the movie um, Melancholia? Mm, it's so. basically a movie about, okay, there's a comet coming. It's going to destroy Earth. And we can see it for like a year and a half coming at us. And it's just like this story about, you know, people just like coming to terms with, okay, well, it's coming. We're going to die. And, you know, it's, it's a does really it weird depression. at the end? Yeah. Yeah, it totally does. Oh, it, it, it's like heck? It's like a weird, it's a dark kind of depressing but captivating movie. But it. I kind of got similar feelings from this because you're like, okay, there's this comet. It's this big, beautiful thing, but there's also an ominous tone to it. And then especially once we realize what's going to happen with this comet, it's going to break in half and the half that breaks off is going to destroy this town. You're, you kind of have this tension from then on in the movie. You're like, this, this is going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, and like all the coming down, all the reports too, like, like when they're, uh, 
talkies you know watching tv and like and mm-hmm. you can hear all the reports that are going on like yeah this is beautiful this is like this is something that we'll never see again mm-hmm. be fortunate it happens in your lifetime look at this it's 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 beautiful yeah. and like everything like that and no one has even thinking that oh yeah that's gonna pop yeah, it's gonna yeah. fall hit off there's the and kill when a bunch it breaks apart there's the one newscast that flashes up and they're like we never predicted this could happen mm-hmm. and yeah i think it goes and it shows and it shows jaxa and they're like like you see a bunch of dudes like running around in control and like oh geez <laughs> so like they figured it out but yeah. i mean yeah it's, like the news people are just like oh it's so pretty yeah but I, I love the way that they animated the the comet and the debris that came off of it. Yeah, and the way that it kind that, of opens that, that that when she's uh, when he goes into her mind like mm-hmm. during his lucid dream and it shows her and she's just standing there and she sees all the meteor strikes mm-hmm. and then she looks up and she sees the and one coming the right through her. Yeah. Oh, that was it was oh. such a good scene. I think she's that's like, pop, when pop, pop, he pop. when he calls out, you know, you have to get out of there, and that's when she wakes up. Yeah, right? yeah. and then he's oh. like, Ugh. yeah, just the timing and the weight of some of those lines back and forth is just exquisitely played in this movie. It's pretty long, but I never felt oh, yeah, like there, it there was, was dragging, never any lulls. and I felt like I was always just on the edge of my seat waiting for that next shoe to drop fantastic movie man well, i mean that's what we talked about like when we watched boy and the beast mm-hmm. and you can listen to that or our review of boy and the beast i don't remember which way episode back it was. i think it's, it was in the 20s it was a, yeah somewhere. it was a way ago yeah um find that on itunes um because <laughs> we talked about the boy and the beast too like and there's really not i i think there's kind of a lull but you didn't get that Mm-mm. like there's there's really like it's very and i've noticed this with a lot of the anime films they're very streamlined in a sense, they yeah. are like this is what it goes like like uh, Mononoke for instance. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a down point in Mononoke or Spirited Away, right? Which this movie eclipsed Spirited Away. Yeah, as the highest to become the highest grossing anime film, film in Japan. In, yeah, well, in in the world now, so right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, because like, like there's never there's not lulls in either of those movies, Mm-mm. and there's not a lull. In this movie, there was never a point when I was just like, all right, come on, get back to Taki or get back to Mitsuha. Like, mm-hmm. that never happened. Yeah, they they keep it rolling. They do. I love that um, Japanese animation does always take the time to set a scene, though. Like, they'll yeah. show you, they'll cut to a couple different shots of snow falling, and then they'll show you the scene where they walk past each other. And, you know, they'll show some scenery. They'll, they showed those... Uh, those red um, Japanese maple maples, leaves yeah. on the surface of the pond, and then they show the rain start to happen. You know, so you get a sense of place when they do those things, and they're willing to take the time to do that. Or I feel like in a lot of domestic animation, they'll just have that stuff happen in the background while the scene's going on, and you're supposed to catch on to it instead of this is what's happening. A light rain starts. Now it becomes more heavy. We see this pond rippling. And we show another leaf with the beads of rain falling off of it. And then we cut to Taki running up the hill yeah. in the rain. And so I like that they do that. And I, the artwork in those moments was so good. So oh, good. It was so good. All right. Do you want to rank this? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but yeah. <laughs> it's five. Five Dipper Pines. Yeah. Five Jiminy Crickets, man. I mean. I, I was... I was worried because we have hyped this movie and we've been anticipating it for months and we just wanted it to be good so bad that I feel like if, if it wasn't good, we would have been crushed. Mm-hmm. But man, 
good job I was not disappointed on this at movie all. I, at all. But yeah. again, my my only complaint was I had to read it. Yeah, yeah. And, we'll, I, felt, and I felt like I I was missing some stuff that was on screen. We'll get to partake in that though. Uh, if we don't on the big screen, it's one that oh, we're yeah. both gonna like, get. As the soon moment as it's the moment they like. Because like I follow Wright stuff, and because they do a lot of the you know anime releases, mm-hmm. and I follow Funimation. So the moment either one of those mm-hmm. says, "Hey, it's available," yeah, or you can go ahead and pre-order it, I'm pre-ordering mm-hmm. it, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Thing is though, I hope it's not too long. I hope it's not. Oh, this comes out in August, so I'll kill myself. Mm. <laughs> I'll be like. This can come out in June, May, yes, May, June. That would be great. It depends on how long they're able to and distribution put rights, it in theaters. Distribution rights are a whole different thing, especially over here. Because mm-hmm. that, that's why it takes so long for anime to come out over here. Mm-hmm. Because you have to go through international distribution rights, everything like that. Right. And that's just usually a cluster. Do you have a region-free player? No. Hmm. We do. What is it? It's a, um, a Blu-ray player that'll play Blu-ray discs from anywhere. Yeah. So I, if I you know. can find somewhere that you can buy an import, you can play it here. Like if you just have I, I a region I'm, I one machine. The, I don't think I'm going to get the English No, I know. Stuff, I know. But I mean, if you can't wait, which I mean, I could see my, like if they say, oh, this comes out next year or something. Oh, yeah, I'd be I'll, like, I'll, well, I'll just I'll, buy it. Yeah. Because I can play it. And I, I, again, I really only truly don't like uh, subtitles when I'm watching it for the first time. Yeah. After that, I can be fine with it. I just I end up missing things because I'm so entranced I'm not, I'm not with a the visuals. Fast reader either. Yeah, I'm not either. I have we're to go, like, to we're to slow to readers on the animation station. Mm-hmm. We like our cartoons. I like my cartoons talking English. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, this has been a blast. I'm glad we watched this. I'm glad Funimation put it out in theaters mm-hmm. because, man, it was an experience. And hopefully it stays in theaters. At least for so a little too. bit. At least for a yeah. little bit. I would like to see it hit half a billion. If it could that hit half a billion, that would be that would be so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Like if we if even if we can contribute a third of their gross mm-hmm. like even if we just gave them a hundred million mm-hmm. like i think that would be impressive just as it is yeah yeah i again i think it depends on whether or not they can get it into wide release or not yeah you know or at least more of an extended release you know it has to hang around for a bit so like because right now like we're gonna go tell all of our friends how awesome it is but whether mm-hmm. or not they can see it tomorrow you know, because it's gone after that right now, right? Yeah, There's I mean, no and, and, and that's the thing. Tomorrow. Like Oliver, like, not, not that I've seen, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, Oliver's seeing it today at four twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, just plays, um, but he's seeing it, but he can only get the subtitle. They didn't have the dub version okay. anywhere. Okay. So I was like, or and I'm like, he lives in he lives in Chicago, and yeah. he couldn't find it. And I was like, geez, like the fact that Oklahoma got two theaters that have it for yeah. three days yeah it's kind of like well wow. maybe now just one because they didn't have it at ours oh well yeah who knows about the dub <laughs> i mean grr amc yeah it's uh <laughs> gonna complain about that <laughs> but the movie delivered so. oh yeah the movies the movie's still great i mean so i'm glad i'm glad i because i i would have watched it you know subtitled anyway right because you know you do have to kind of hear the original uh, voice actors and everything mm. like that, but 
like you said, sub is never my first choice. Yeah. Like, I like to watch it dubbed first so I know the story, and then I can go watch it subbed. Because even if I miss something, it's all right. I've seen it before, and I can look at all the pretty colors and stuff. Well, and I had that. I actually had the moment. It was about five minutes in. I was like, okay, do I get up and go talk to somebody and ask them? I thought about that, too. But I also knew, well... If it's only available this way, this is my chance to see it. I'm not going to get another chance. Exactly. So that, that, that's I, I have what to kept just me... sit here and, and, and deal with it. Yeah, and like, I got I, over I was, it. But... I, I did look at you a couple <clears throat> times. Yeah. Like at the very beginning because I was like, if you look at me and you're like, no, <laughs> then we're both going to get out of here. I was trying to have that laser focus on, okay, start reading, get in a rhythm. Well, I, I'm talking about then... when they uh, when it's like doing like the your name and they're it's mm-hmm. it's just singing and they're just not they're not there's no dialogue. Right. Right. I was looking at you and I was like if he looks over here, I'm going to be like you want to go. <laughs> then we go complain. Yeah. And we're like I want that. Cuz we would have had legitimate complaints. We would have had two that they changed the movie time and it wasn't the dubbed and product. And that's the thing that kills me like they changed the movie time. They that didn't was even weird. there was not even any sort of email confirmation anything right they I, the only re- and the, the only reason i noticed it is because i couldn't tap on the 1125 mm-hmm. on the app yeah let me it let me tap in on the 1105 let me tap in all the previous ones that i've seen even the one that i've uh i think i've seen ghost in the shell tomorrow mm-hmm. um it would even let me click on the ghost in the shell as a future event would not let me touch 1125 so weird it's it really bizarre <laughs> really bizarre oh well we got over it. Yeah. All right. You ready to get out of here? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Check, so, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the Animation Station, I'm Josh. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. I'm Gavin. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. You can also download all of our web, or sorry, all of our episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. And you can go to our website, AnimationStationPodcast.com, where you can reach out to us. And you can also find all of our podcasts on the podcast tab there as well. Yep. All right. I think that's it, man. Yep. Definitely go see your name. Absolutely. And we want to know what you, if you if you guys have seen it. Yep. Let us know. Sub, dub, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if you're one of those people that pirated it. Just let us know in the comments below. Tell us what you thought about it. Absolutely. All right. It's for the MH Station. I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Bye-bye, Ladybug. <laughs> Wait, that's not how it goes. It's bye-bye, Little Butterfly. Dang it. <laughs> I always mess up. I up. keep messing like it up. like every other time. Yeah. Made you look. Zen, 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 zen,
めたよその不器一緒な笑い